podcast brought to you by Q Images run by Timothy Quisenberry. It's a world-class veteran-owned and operated Las Vegas-based photography company. Whether you need on-site, in-studio, or on-location photography, be prepared to receive top-notch, innovative, and high-level professionalism from Q Images. While other photographers take photos, images captures memories and creates experiences go to qimages.smugmug.com or instagram at que underscore images also the book powered by purpose written by none other than your host john m singletary senior get your copy today at the help myself podcast.com Welcome to the Help Myself Podcast. I am your host, John M. Singletary Sr. I have to put that senior in there because I got a junior. That's who I do it for. Last month, we celebrated Autism Awareness Month, and it was also the month of the military child. So shout out to LJ, my co-pilot, and you know my co-host, and just who I do life for and I do so many things for you. You are plugged into the most dangerous podcast in the land. And why do we call it that? Because we are taking the power and putting it back where it belongs. And that is with you, the people. And so I'm excited to have this opportunity to have a little chat, a little conversation. Let's grow together so we can go together. Not like we used to go together back in high school, though but go onward and upward. (laughs) You know, as you were hearing my sponsors, I wanted to send a special shout out to Q Images, not only one of my biggest supporters and sponsors, but a phenomenal photography company. So make sure you check them out. Um, Man, I tell you what, you will not be disappointed. It's definitely going to exceed your expectations. And I want to encourage you, if you have not, to grab your copy of my book, Powered by Purpose. Go to the website. It's www.thehelpmyselfpodcast.com. Again, that's www.thehelpmyselfpodcast.com. And while you're online, man, make sure you go to the YouTube page. It's the Help Myself Network. Hit the like, subscribe, share with your friends. Check us out on all of our socials. If you go to the website, it'll lead you to all of that. I think about years ago, when I was trying to get my uh, local rap career off of the um, off the ground, and I would load my videos on YouTube, and I would get subscribers, and I just thought it'd be amazing if I could get 20, 25 people to subscribe to my page. To this day, that page only has five subscribers. So to be in the hundreds with the Help Myself podcast, I count it an honor. I do not take any of you for granted. But I want to ask you to share with everyone you know. Subscribe to the Help Myself Network YouTube page. It's great information. We want to get to 1,000. That'll be our first step. And then it'll be on and up from there. And we're going to get it so far up that it's stuck. (laughs) So, again, thank you for tuning in. Um, So, 
today I want to talk about something that's very important in your journey of becoming the absolute best version of yourself, and that is self-discipline. You have to overcome procrastination to improve your self-discipline. And what is procrastination? It's putting it off. And uh, I have struggled with procrastination. I think it's something common. A lot of us have struggled with procrastination and people will inerrantly label us as lazy, but understand that procrastinators, a lot of time there's stress, there's anxiety, there's an element of perfectionism that I'm not going to do it until I can do it exactly the way that I want to do. There are so many factors, but to overcome procrastination, at some point you just have to get over yourself. You have to recognize that it will have to get done. And you realize that once you get to doing something, one, you're better at it than you realize. And two, if you get to it early, that gives you time to go back and recalibrate. But a lot of times we live in that space that's in our head. And what I like to do, because a lot of times there's emotions that are caught up in the process. And so what I like to do, I like to whiteboard. I like to white, write things down on paper. So when you see the process right there in front of you in black and white, it takes all of those emotional barriers, you know? So I could need to be putting together a presentation, right? So in my mind, I'm stressing over, well, how am I going to come up with the topic? And am I going to be able to do the presentation, whether it be, um, you know, <laughs> PowerPoint or, you know, keynote or any of that? How am I going to do that? And in my mind, I'm making these huge hurdles. But if I write it down, put it on a whiteboard and take out the emotion, I see, oh, it's just a matter of putting a couple of bullet points together keynote and PowerPoint or plug and play. I just put my whatever I have in my notes. I just put it on there, you know, make sure I harmonize the slide set. A lot of times they do that for you. It takes all that emotion out of it. And now I can get into action. So a lot of times going from just keeping it up in your mind, because there's an emotional block, there's something, a perception that you have about getting moving forward on this that you have in your mind. So if you just put it on some paper, put it on a whiteboard, put it on a cardboard, put it on something so you can look at it and see, take that emotion out. And that will really assist you in overcoming procrastinating. But when it comes to developing self-discipline, when it comes to the idea of being a disciplined person, discipline is the action of doing the more difficult things now so that it'll be easier to do later. And when you begin to look at it that way, you get out of this mindset that discipline is hard. Discipline is necessary because life tends to be hard. You know, earlier today I was getting things ready and Sunday is usually my day where I map out everything, but I had some time because the weather had changed. A couple of appointments fell off my calendar today and I had some extra time. And so instead of just using that extra time to do nothing, I said, you know, I'll get a head start on getting all of LJ's outfits together for next week, you know, because it makes it so much easier to have it done for the week. So when I get up in the morning, I've already got positive forward momentum. And that's what discipline does for you. It takes time off your schedule, but it also starts your day or whatever process you're going into. It starts it with the forward momentum instead of you having to 
generate it manually and figure out a way to get through there. So I got all of his stuff together. And as I was going, I said, you know what? I might as well just get everything ready for the weekend. You know, we get up on weekends and we kind of move more at a, a pace of whatever the day is going to bring. But I said, you know, if I am ready to go and move at, you know, any given moment, that'll just make the weekend, there'll be more time for us to do the stuff that we want to do. And so really, when you boil it down, discipline is just removing all of those difficult things that keep you from moving forward towards your goal or towards the person that you want to become. And so a lot of times the mindset that people will have is, well, discipline is hard and I'm an undisciplined person. And this is what I coach a lot. When we talk about that, we characterize ourselves as something because of an evidence set that we believe in, but then that evidence set doesn't apply to all situations. Here's the example. So if you say you're a lazy person and you try to be disciplined for a week and you're disciplined for four or five days and then on day six, you fall off and day seven, you just give up and you say, I told you I'm too lazy. I'm just going to give up. Well, out of seven days, you were disciplined five out of seven. That's better than 50%. You know, that's a pretty good percentage right there. That's, that's uh, what, seven? Got me doing public math. That is a great percentage. You were more disciplined than you were not disciplined. But yet you don't give yourself credit for the fact that more times than not, almost two to one, well, two to one, over two to one, you were more disciplined than you were lazy during that week. But because you fell back into old habits for a day or two, you accept that. But you won't do the same thing, whereas on a normal week where you're being lazy, and let's say you're lazy three days out the week, but three or four of those days, you develop discipline because you got to get something done. You don't automatically say to yourself, oh, well, I thought I was lazy, but Four days out of these seven, I was actually disciplined. So maybe I'm not lazy. I'm disciplined. You see what I'm saying? You are concrete on the negative thing that you could be, but you don't give yourself credit for all of the positive things that you can be and that you already are. And so a lot of times we sell ourselves on this story of what we can't be, but there's evidence that we can be that. We've just got to keep trying. Stop and, and here's one of the biggest things. The reason why this happens is we're so tough on ourselves when we don't, when we're trying a new discipline, when we're trying to be disciplined in something new, we are so hard on ourselves <clears throat> when we don't get it right that we allow ourselves to believe that we are just undisciplined when nothing could be further from the truth. The actuality of it is, is that it is difficult to get new uh habits to get new processes and procedures going and there's going to be some bumps in the road but if you give yourself some grace okay four out of seven days it wasn't my best week but i tried hey some weeks you only have one or two days but don't give up say you know what i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna try again and last week, I only did what I was supposed to do one day out of seven. But next week, I'm going to get back on it and I'm going to try to make it five, six, seven out of seven. So showing yourself a little grace and not just automatically 
characterizing yourself as a theme when you haven't given yourself ample opportunity to develop those disciplines. So when you're developing discipline, it is a matter of setting an appointment with yourself and not accepting your excuses for not meeting that appointment. I love the way Kobe Bryant talked about it. He said, listen, I, he said, I set an appointment for myself. You know, when you set your alarm clock in the morning and you set your alarm clock to get up at a certain time, the snooze button gives you an opportunity to go back on when you said you would get up. You set an appointment with yourself, but now you're negotiating. But if you take negotiation off the table, if my alarm clock goes off at 545, 545 is it. I'm up. If I don't make that, I'm blowing the deadline. I owe myself because I missed an appointment and there are no excuses and I have to make that up. And so when the alarm clock goes off or when it's time to do the task or whatever you might have, make sure that you keep that appointment with yourself. Stop negotiating with, I don't have to do this or I can do it later. I can do it another time. If the night before you said I was going to do this in the morning, get up and do it in the morning. Stop telling yourself there's another time. Treat it as if that's the only time that you can do it. Keep your appointments with yourself. So now, we want to talk about developing discipline, overcoming your procrastination and healthy habits and building up your discipline. So when we're talking about discipline, one of the important elements to start with is to be disciplined. The first thing you have to do is ponder. You have to ponder. Think about the areas in your life where you need more discipline. Think about the barriers in your life to you being the disciplined person that you know that you need to become. What are the distractions? You know, what, what are the self-limiting beliefs? And that's a big thing because a lot of times it's not that we can't do a thing. It's that we've decided that we can't. And so we sell this narrative and create this script that tells us that we can't do a thing. But I promise you, there's so much you can do when you take the limits off of yourself. Nobody else is putting these limits on you. You're keeping these limits on yourself. So once you take the limits off yourself, there's so much you can do. So take some time to ponder. Where do I need to have more discipline? What are the things that are blocking me from being more disciplined? What are the distractions that keep me looking at something that does not benefit me instead of doing that thing that benefits me the most? So when you take some time to ponder, now you can come up with a game plan. If I know my distraction is TV, then maybe I need to set a time during the day where this is the no TV hour. If I know my distraction is that I'm going to get on social media, one of the things that benefits me so much is that there are outside apps and now inside of many of the apps, they allow you to schedule. So I can sit down one day out of the week and schedule social media posts throughout the week, which means that I don't have to be on social media as much to maintain a presence on social media. And that allows me to repurpose that time to do other things that I need to do. And it makes me so much more effective in all of these things that I do. And really, when you talk about discipline, discipline is making yourself better. It's making yourself a better steward of your time. And when you become a better steward of your time, then time begins to become an asset instead of a liability. When you're always late and you don't have enough time to do things and you're always running out of time, time is your enemy, it's a liability. 
but when things are set up and they're easy and you can get in and do things and get out and you have time to do the things that you want to do time becomes an asset and really when i talk about wealth i want the wealth of time to be able to do the things that i want to do do the things that i need to do when i need to do them so when you develop that discipline now time becomes an asset instead of a liability so ponder look at the things that are taking you away from your purpose your goal your destination where you're trying to get to and take a good thing and just you know write down a list look at it all see what you come up with solutions to these distractions and the things that might be in the way come up with workarounds but stop telling yourself you can't like sometimes the gym is not uh something i can fit into my schedule but can i fit calisthenics push-ups i got a pull-up bar in my room um i got dip bars here i have some free weights can i figure out a way to get a quality workout in so that i can still say that i was active is there times where i can just take a walk like Sometimes me and LJ just walk through my building. It's 12 stories. So we just walk up and down the stairs and through the different floors so that we can get a walk in even when the weather outside isn't. So that's taking distractions, that's taking things, creating either a way to get rid of the distraction or work around from the distraction. But stop telling yourself you can't and start figuring out how you can. So the first thing is to ponder. The second thing is to plan. Planning is important because now you set structure and focus to the thing that it is that you're trying to do. Because one of the biggest roadblocks to us being more disciplined is a lot of times we show up and we try to figure it out on the fly. But if you come up with a plan, it's much easier when I get to the gym and I know what my workout is gonna be when I get there. But if I get there and I'm trying to figure it out based on who's in there, what weights are available, most times I can't focus as much on the workout because I'm more focused, focused around the stuff that's happening around me. But when I plan it out, when I know what time to be there, I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm mentally prepared before I step into the gym. Those are usually the most impressive, not the easiest, but the most impressive workouts I get because I know what I'm about to do when I get there because I planned it out and I'm meeting my schedule plan out the things that you need to do so you know i talk about setting things up for the week so there's a day when this is the day to get outfits ready do laundry there is a day when this is the day to set up my work week and the things that i'm going to be doing my assignments my appointments there's a day or a time to set up social media scheduling there's a time when i say this is like LJ being a picky eater, a lot of times the day determines what it's going to be, you know, like we coming up on Friday. So this is going to be a free day. We get to do something fun as far as food goes, you know, maybe pizza or Chick-fil-A or something fun that he enjoys, you know, because this is a down day, but that's planned every week. We come into it like, okay, so this time we're not worried about, are you getting this or that, you know, we can have fun with it on the weekends. I take off the dietary restrictions and allow him to have sweets because at one point I was giving him sweets too much and it was showing on the, <laughs> it was showing on the scale. So we had to fix that. And so we had to have some discipline during the week 
So then we can schedule that. But when you plan things out, like I don't go into my weekends, you know, I'll tell people, oh, we ain't doing much, but there's still a plan. There's still a schedule. There's still some things that need to be done and some metrics that need to be met because we set out a plan. And so when you set out a plan, you've pondered it. You've looked at all of the things that can hold you back. You've looked at the things that are good for you. And so now you plan. And then the next thing, the final thing, the last thing, but not the least, and it may be one of the more important things, this is when you pave the way. And when I say pave, I mean a big part of discipline is not <laughs> people think it's just, ah, I get up in the morning and I do hard stuff. That's not discipline. I mean, that's hard work, but that's not necessarily discipline. But a lot of time paving the way. Um, one of the biggest things that was important for me to invest in is a curate. So when I get up in the morning, I can set the timer on that thing and my coffee is waiting on me. And it's real easy for me because I drink my coffee black, so I don't need no, I can just step to the Keurig, grab my cup of coffee and get started. Uh, one of the things I set up, you know, I talked about having LJ's stuff ready. There's kind of a, um, a system when I get up of how I move through my room before I come out in the morning that really helps me get momentum. So when it's time to step, get LJ ready for school, get down there to the bus, there's a rhythm and there's a path that I set up prior to that day that paves the way it starts. And when I say pave, what, what you're doing is you're creating forward momentum before you get started to have to get into an activity and have to generate. And, and I just spoke about this, having to generate that energy and generate that inertia and generate that force is difficult in itself. But when you pave the way, when you set things in motion so that when you get up or when you go to your appointment or when you sit down to study your homework or when you sit down to write, you've paved the way. And so now you're flowing into that discipline instead of going into it, trying to figure out where you're going to get the energy, the power, the intentionality to do it. So you've paved the way. So let's give an example with those. Ponder. I set a goal that I want to read 10 pages a day. Okay. So I'm pondering, what are the things that are going to keep me from doing that? Do I have the books that I want to read? So if I don't have the books, I have to go get the books. Um, do I have the time? What's going on during the day? Can I read while I'm at work or can I read while I'm doing something else? Or when are the times? You know, I ponder all of the things. And after pondering, I come to a decision. The best time for me to read would be the span of time after I've dropped LJ off at the bus stop and before my first appointments in the day start. So there's a gap there of about an hour and a half. There's a 90 minute gap there, especially Monday through Wednesday. So I've decided that I can plan on Monday through Wednesday from about 8.30 to 10, that is when I'm going to read. Um, but also planning Thursdays and Fridays are a little different because there's a slight change in the schedule. So I may have to wake up 30 minutes earlier and read in the morning on one day and then do it on the evening the other day, a flex of somehow, but I'll plan that in. On the weekends, I will say that Saturday will be my fun day. And if I get to it, I get to it. If not, Saturday is kind of a free day. 
And then during meditations, I'll make sure I'll read on Sundays. I'll do those meditations at nine and I'll take that time and do that. So now I've planned, I pondered, I figured out what I could do, what I couldn't do, what I needed to work around, what my schedule limitations were. I planned it out and now it's time to pave the way. So knowing that I go down to the first floor, take LJ, you know, to the um, bus stop. When I'm coming back to make sure that I don't go into one of the other rooms that gets me started doing something I don't need to do, I leave the book on my island with the chair set up. And I set that up the night before. So when I come and sit down, I can turn that light on, sit down right at the island, grab the book. It's where I need it to be. And I can start there so I don't get distracted. I don't go over by the TV and like, oh, you know what? I didn't catch Abbott's Elementary yesterday. Let me see. It's just 20 minutes. All that other stuff that would distract me, I paved the way so that I made it easier. So now that was a oversimplified example. But when you are talking about overcoming procrastination and developing self-discipline, the best way to do it is to first believe that you can do it. Show yourself grace. You are not perfect. And your first few attempts, they are not going to go swimmingly well. But give yourself credit for jumping in and doing something that maybe you weren't doing before. And piece by piece, listen, one of the biggest things that knocks people down is biting off more than they can chew early. Whenever you talk about people getting healthy, we we used to laugh about it. I stopped doing that. But, you know, in January, everybody's a new year, new me. And they come up with this goal to go to the gym five, six days a week. And they're not going to eat no more sweets. And they go, That's too much. If you were going to the gym zero days a week and you go from zero to five or six, that's a lot. That's a shock to the body. And you'll be motivated. But consistency is key. And so I'm not telling you to set low barriers, but I'm saying being realistic about getting the consistency. One of the easiest ways to get in shape is to figure out an activity that you enjoy doing and put it on the schedule for you to do it consistently. And then that gets your energy up and then you can begin to add from there. So be realistic, be consistent and push yourself, give yourself a tremendous amount of grace. So when it comes to the discipline, you can ponder, you can plan, and you can pave a new way for yourself. And self-discipline will be the key to changing your life. It'll change your life. It'll change your relationships. It will change the way you show up in the world for the people you care about and in the things that are important to you. So I want to encourage us all to take what I said into mind, into your thoughts, and work on becoming a better version of you by establishing better self-discipline. Because at the end of the day, you are worth it. This is the only life you have, and this is the only you that you will ever have. So you might as well do the best by yourself while you can. So listen, I am so appreciative that you took this time. And again, I want to encourage you to check out the website, www thehelpmyselfpodcast.com. Go and check it out. Get a copy of the book, Power by Purpose. 
It will help you with self-discipline. It will help you with mindset. It will help you with setting intentions and understanding and discovering your purpose. So check out the book. Go to the YouTube page, the Help Myself Network. Subscribe, like, share with your friends. Hit that bell so you know every time we're going live or new content drops because we got plenty of videos on there. We're dropping snippets and we're going to ramp it up even more here in the upcoming days. So make sure you go do that. Check out my social. But most of all, take an opportunity to love on yourself and be the best version of yourself by overcoming your procrastination and implementing some self-discipline. So I'll close like I always do. Listen, I can't help myself. I've got to inspire. I've got to encourage. I've got to empower. But I can't help myself by being the absolute best version of myself. And guess what? You can too. So why not we do it together? Until next time. Thank you.